This is Keyshawn Rains, the host of Working Title with Keyshawn Rains, where amazing things happen. A series of past the collection plate style conversations with a Creole, queer, femme, yogi, mom, coach, author, and of course, podcast host with a nomadic soul, a quirky sense of humor, and an activator of empowerment. These conversations are just a chance for me to speak on ways to be mindful in a mindless world. Stories are shared, folks are empowered, inspired, and impacted to be more phenomenal versions of themselves through simple conversations about complex like love, life, and the pursuit of being real. Thanks for listening. Well, I, for one, am super excited about today's conversation. I also want to just give a little shout out to Podmatch for pairing us together. Um, They're doing a great job. Alex and the rest of the team over there has paired me with some amazing guests and you definitely are one of them. So we're going to dive right in. I'm going to give you some space to introduce yourself to the listeners. Just share your name, where you're from and what you stand for. Oh, I love that. Um, I'm so excited to be here. So um, I'm Cindy Valone. I am born and raised and now raising my family in Southern California. It is gorgeous outside, right? We're so lucky. I try not to rub that into all my East Coast friends. And what do I stand for? Um, I think empowerment. Mm -hmm. I think empowerment. Having a voice, um, for me, that's about, you know, natural solutions and taking care of your health and being empowered with um, tools and and tips. Yeah. Empowerment is really valuable as well for me. I think as women, it's something that I would say over time, even, you know, historically, the women who came before us really had to step outside and stand up for themselves and in a lot of ways, carve out spaces that otherwise weren't offered to them. And so I love when, when women currently stand firmly on that foundation, you know, it, it infuses itself into every area of our lives. And I know for me, I, I, the same empowerment and inspiring women to really just be their whole selves and all the multifaceted beings that we are. So can you talk to me a little bit about how you influence empowerment in, in your life or maybe in the lives of other women or other people? Yeah. So Um, well, I think I've always been outspoken. I think I need to credit my mom and my grandmother Mm -hmm. for, um, allowing me, not allowing me, um, modeling that having Mm -hmm. a voice over things that you're passionate about Mm -hmm. is, um, is a right and a responsibility. Right. So, um, you know, whether it has, I mean, there's just been a variety of times within my life and as an advocate for my children um, and now as a wellness advocate um, specifically. So I think it's just kind of, there's always been that fire and I just need to be able to use it for good, which is (laughs) what I am doing, which is what I'm doing now. Yeah, I agree. I feel like it's like kind of just woven into our DNA and now it's just about harnessing it in in a certain direction, whether it's for, you know, health and wellness or for our families or even for ourselves. I think that's something that I'm working on more this year. One of my intentions for 2022 is to be an advocate for myself more. 
Um, I'm really good at being an advocate for others, you know, nurturer to my family, my son, my partner, my community. And now I'm recognizing I need to just reserve a little bit more of that advocacy for myself. So you mentioned that you are a mom and I know you shared with me offline before today that you have two teenage boys. What is that like? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm really lucky. They're really great kids. I have, um, uh, oh, I, my oldest son is a freshman in college. My youngest is a freshman in high school. And we also are puppy raisers for the nonprofit organization Guide Dogs for the Blind. So we have a puppy and I joke that raising a puppy is a whole lot like raising teenagers. <laughs> so, um, you know, our life is good. Everybody is happy and healthy and adjusting really well to those big life changes, right? Away at college, um, halfway across the country in college. Um, and then high school is a big shift, especially from transitioning from online school because of the pandemic to, you know, just you know, smack right in the middle of life. So they're doing really, really well. And I feel lucky. Um, there's days when it's exhausting. There's days when it is hilarious. Uh <laughs> yeah, I can relate. I have a son who's a third year in college and his school's in New Orleans. Okay. And so he's at Dillard University. Shout out to Dillard. Um, he's a film student there. And uh, yes, I remember the teenage years often feeling like I was raising a puppy. Uh, so I can totally relate. And also and when he was about 12 years old is when I started my own business. And so I know that balancing family, self-care and also being an entrepreneur was a very challenging area to navigate. What has the experience for you been like running a business and also raising a family? Oh, you have the best questions. So I think you need to um, articulate what you need, what support you need, um, and get the family involved. So for example, my boys, um, you know, for the past six years have helped me put samples together, have open packages for me, have labeled things, for, you know, I've gotten them involved. And then um, actually my oldest helped with the website. And so just different ways to get them involved. And, you know, now when I go to teach a class or a wellness workshop, or I'm on a Zoom or a coaching call, you know, they totally get it. So I try also very hard to carve out specific work hours, right. um, which I'm lucky enough to be able to do, um, you know, when my, when my youngest is at school mm -hmm. and so that I can design my entrepreneurial life, um, in a way that allows me that balance, not always, not every single day, not hundred percent of the time, but you know, why did I become an entrepreneur so that I could, um, be in charge of that balance? Yeah, I agree. I think, I can't speak for all women, um, but I can definitely say that most women entrepreneurs that I've had a chance to be able to, to talk to, one of the biggest reasons why they chose entrepreneurship was so that they could actually balance being a mother, parent, spouse, and also running a business and earning an income, you know, essentially, because sometimes I, you know, when I was in a corporate environment, I felt like I spent more time with my, my fellow employees, my team, and yeah. my car than I did with my son, you know? And so I realized at a point, I just kind of like hit a wall and said, okay, this is not exactly what I had in mind when I decided to become a mom. I didn't want to feel like 
I was constantly putting aside the needs of myself and my child for work. And so it took me a little while to kind of find that that reality. And then once I started exploring different ways to to build and recognizing, oh, I, I could start a business. And yes, I can still have time to be an active mom and also be an active entrepreneur. And I don't have to sacrifice, you know, one for the other, which is what I think a lot of us probably, I maybe even thought that it was either or. It wasn't family and, and work, it was family or work. And I think yeah. we're now starting to see more and more women entrepreneurs who are being able to really find that balance and do And I, I couldn't imagine because I also, um, uh, had a corporate, um, I was involved in training and development and corporate consulting and specifically with change management. And I loved that time in my life, but there's no way I could go back um, to a nine. And it's not nine to five. I mean, it was like eight to seven, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> Plus drive time, right? Plus drive um, time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't imagine going back to that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So will you tell us a little bit about what you're doing now? I know that I had the privilege of being able to sample some of your products uh, since we talked off. My son might have, my son might have put them together. Maybe you put them together. Well, good job, son. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I love essential oils. I love, you know, aromatherapy. And so I want you to tell us a little bit more about your, your business and, and how you're supporting other folks with their health and wellness. Oh, thank you so much. So first off, this is one of my favorite things to talk about of all time. So you might have to like get the hook and pull me <laughs> off. Um, I am a doTERRA essential oil wellness advocate and educator. doTERRA is the world's largest essential oil company in the world and we source all over. So where the plants are healthiest and happiest and indigenous, that's where we go and we partner with the farmers and growers. So we really make the world better one drop at a time, which I I love. I love the philanthropy and the vision um, and the heart of the company. Um, essential oils uh, for a lot of people who have no idea because that's who I was six years ago. I didn't even know what an essential oil was. It's actually a, a pretty funny story, but they come from nature, from plants and seeds and bark and trees and petals and grasses and um I think I covered all the bases. Um, and <laughs> things they, that grow. Things that grow in nature naturally. <laughs> and um, those essential oils protect the plant. And then we're able to distill them. Either it's called cold pressed or steam pressed distilled. And then bottle those um, to help us for, for um, what I like to call head to toe wellness. Mm. For things um, uh, physical, emotional, and mental. So think about um, head tension or um, uh, respiratory issues or digestive issues or just sore achy muscles or anxiety, stress, sleep, um, wanting to boost immunity. Anybody out there wanting to boost immunity these days? Anyone? Anyone? In the middle of the pandemic, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So um, yeah, head, head to toe wellness and using essential oils as another tool in your toolbox again, to be empowered with your personal health care, I think is so incredibly important. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, um, I remember the first time I was really introduced to essential oils was actually at the beginning of my yoga journey. So I became a yoga certified instructor back in 2013. And one of the classes that I had taken, the instructor actually put um, essential oils, like, I think it was like lavender, eucalyptus, 
on like just in the palm of our hands we're in shavasana and on the soles of our feet and i remember thinking like wow this smells really nice but then at the end of the class she had us kind of bring our hands together Mm -hmm. and do like a deep breathing exercise and that's when i was thinking to myself okay wow i need i need more of this (laughs) i need more of this feeling i need more of this sensation and a lot of times when we think of fragrant oils we think of adding fragrance and things like that to our homes but can you tell us a little bit more about some of the benefits of actually using essential oils more than just making our house smell good (laughs) yes um before i do that there's a couple things that you touched on that i think are really important to note so first of all um we really need to limit our toxic load Mm. as much as we can And what most people don't realize is that fragrances are filled with chemicals. So you want to be really careful about what you're bringing into your home, what you're putting in your body, on your skin and into the air, what you're smelling, which is basically going through your your body and your lungs, right? So not all essential oils are created equal and be really careful as consumers to the products that you think might not have any toxic load, but actually really do. So with that being said, I feel like that was my public service. No, that's helpful information. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you see them at the Dollar Tree, they might not be the best ones for you to use. Totally (laughs) true. No shade to the Dollar Tree, but you know. (laughs) It is. It is. Not all essential oils are created equal. And actually that is a a huge tip off. If you go to a store, I was at Kohl's the other day and they had a whole bunch of essential oils marked down for like $6.97. Okay. So that's a dead giveaway. And the reason I know that is that lemon oil is a whole lot easier to source than frankincense. Okay. Frankincense, for example, comes from the Boswellia tree that grows off of the side of cliffs in remote villages in Somalia and Africa. Okay. That's a whole lot harder to get to, wouldn't you say? Yeah, we have lemon trees in Orange County. And we have those, yeah. <laughs> so, ours, are sourced, ours are sourced in Bolivia, but yes, yeah, we, you know, yeah. <laughs> we have them. Yeah, and so our lemon oil is going to be a whole lot less expensive than our frankincense oil. And that's the reasoning behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, so your question was, how do we use essential oils and how do they benefit us, right? Okay, so there are three ways to use high quality essential oils like doTERRA. The first way is aromatic, which is just a a fancy way of saying smell them. And so you can do that in a diffuser. I have one behind me, which is just a machine that you add some water to and some drops of essential oil, and it'll kind of um, really help um, raise the vibration in the room in terms of how it smells, Mm -hmm. but also reduce toxic load because they're all safe and natural. And so when you talked about putting some in the palm, rubbing the palms together and deeply inhaling, that's another way to experience it aromatically, as well as just smelling straight from the bottle, right? Okay. So smelling, um, and the reason that's so powerful is that it'll hit the olfactory bulb and the limbic system in the brain. And what that does is that is sort of the messaging center and can change your mood faster than I can snap my fingers. Wow. So that's why you have such an immediate and fast and powerful response because it happens so quickly. Okay. The second way is topically put it where it hurts. So whether it's for a headache and you put some essential oils like peppermint on the temples, Mm -hmm. or um, we have a beautiful blend called deep blue on sort of the the neck and shoulder area for sore achy muscles, um, or um, digest them that has ginger and fennel and anise and peppermint again, on the stomach area for digestive support. So 
lots of ways to use them topically. And then the third way is internal use, which is like what I have here, a glass of water and I added some tangerine to um, for a detoxifying effect, plus helps make regular old water taste better. So much healthier for you than flavored drinks or sodas, which, you know, there's, you know, we just don't Does do that. Still drink sodas? I guess somebody does. But yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people. And so using them in water or putting a couple drops um, underneath my tongue, I do that okay. with frankincense for, for the benefits that it has. Um, you can use them in cooking as well. Um, think of peppermint brownies, lemon bars, lemon chicken, that kind of thing. Um, uh, or, you know, using oregano or cardamom or cinnamon, um, basil, uh, 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 rosemary, you know, we have all of these essential oils that you can use in cooking in, instead of, um, you know, dried spices that you purchase at the market. You can use them that way too. A little goes a long way. And then a lot of times we like to use them in a veggie cap, which is an empty capsule that you add oils to and then can swallow it down like a pill. Um, and, it, and you're really using essential oils strategically. Mm -hmm. So when you work with somebody like me, who's a wellness advocate and educator, we help you um, figure out, you know, what makes sense for what you have going on from head to toe. Wow. I never considered using essential oils, like ingesting them, you know, on, on the skin or like you said, in a diffuser, breathing them in, you know, taking them in respiratorily, so to speak, but never thought about digesting them. And mainly because until today, really, I did not know that every essential oil is not made the same. So if we think about fragrance, I mean, I wouldn't drink a bottle of Oscar de la Renta because clearly there's toxic things in that. And so what are some of the, I guess, warning signs or things to, for people to know if they're shopping for essential oils and they're not shopping with you, um, if they're shopping for essential oils or they're looking for them, what are some things they should look out for when they're wanting to make sure that they're making the best decision for what's Yeah. So I was in that position six years ago. I didn't okay. know anything about essential oils and a friend of mine introduced them to me. And I just, again, just figured they were all created equal, which they are not. And so when I did research, what I really appreciated um, learning about specific to doTERRA is that they have full transparency. So there is a number, a lot number on the bottom of each bottle okay. that you can type into our website and it will tell you everywhere and every test that that, that um, batch has been through. Okay. No other company literally on the planet can do that nor do they want to do that because they don't want to have full transparency because you might not like what you find. And truly as consumers, especially in the United States, we, we literally are having the wool pulled over our eyes on a daily basis. I'm talking about lotions. I'm talking about supplements. I'm talking about um, beauty products and skincare. Europe and Canada do a far better job than the U.S. does in banning certain ingredients. Okay. And so because essential oils are not regulated by the FDA, mm -hmm. anybody can slap the word pure on the label as long as it has one drop. But then what are all the other drops? Right. That fill the bottle. Yeah. And, and so I work with a lot of practitioners, um, acupuncturists, chiropractors, nurses, physical therapists, massage therapists. I can go on and on. And from their standpoint, mine as well, it, it's truly criminal because if you use an essential oil thinking that you can use it um, topically, aromatically, and internally, 
you could potentially make yourself um, ill, right? Um, And so that's why it's really important to use oils that that are high quality um, from, and and that's why in all of my research, I I trust doTERRA. Um, And and top research universities like Duke, Johns Hopkins, Harvard, um, Vanderbilt, they all use doTERRA in their research which is um, you know, really, really wonderful. We are the first and only essential oil company that has pharmaceutical grade lavender. And we will continue to have that grading for all, each of our oils. That's a commitment doTERRA is making for every single one of our oils year after year after year. But the process takes a while. So that's yeah. why they're committing. Wow. So if someone were interested in integrating essential oils into their health and wellness journey or practice, what would that look like for them? Would they like, how, how does someone incorporate that if they've never known it before, like yourself six years ago or me six hours ago, um, (laughs) how do I add this in? Where do I begin? And what, what does the process look like? So I love, I love locking arms with people. I love being that link. Um, So I do offer complimentary wellness consults where people ask questions we can do it over Zoom or just old-fashioned phone call for people who are just so tired of Zoom. <laughs> I get it. I get it. So remember old-fashioned phone calls? Old-fashioned you know? phone calls. I remember those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we could just do that. And I answer their questions and I give them um, you know, specific recommendations for their wellness goals. There's there's no purchase necessary. And uh, as long as they're in the United States, I send them two complimentary samples that may or may not have been made up by one of my sons. <laughs> Okay. Right. Because everyone's helping put the samples together. So I love to do that. I also really recommend getting a high quality resource guide. I have several behind me. Those are the books that I'm always flipping through. Um, I I don't have everything memorized, nor do I need to. Right. Um, I think Google can be um, a little bit of a rabbit's hole. um, And I think you have to be careful because you don't know where your your sources are coming from. And I'm happy to share the titles of the books. They're, They're not written by doTERRA. Um, I don't make money off of them. They're not, I don't, I didn't write them, but they're high quality resource books that I recommend. You can just get them off of Amazon. Okay. Okay. Good to know. And the reason I ask is because I think of, you know, when I was working in yoga studios uh, regularly back in the day, there were, you know, retail spaces that would have essential oils and like you said, candles and other fragrant things that people could use as aromatherapy. And a lot of times people were unsure exactly what aromatherapy is, why they should even try it. Is it going to actually benefit them or is it just something that smells nice? And what you've explained, which I think is really valuable for people to know is that with doTERRA in particular, that these essential oils are not just meant to add fragrance or raise the vibration of your space, but they can actually benefit your health. So if we're thinking about, I'll use myself as an example, because I'm just the transparent person that I am. I really have challenges with digestion. It's something that I recognize has been part of my, my DNA for as long as I can remember. And gut health is something that I really struggle with keeping in balance. So for someone like myself, what are some, some things that you would recommend that I could incorporate into my, my diet or maybe exclude or, or something that I could try to get my gut back in order? <laughs> yeah, so that's a multi-pronged approach. The simplest thing is to start with a citrus oil in your water or tea first thing in the morning. 
and drink a little bit of that each day. So I held up my water glass and I said, I have some tangerine going on in here. Okay. Tangerine, lemon, wild orange, um, green mandarin, um, grapefruit, any citrus oil is really, really beneficial in terms of cleansing the, the system. Tangerine is really high up there, okay. but lemon is also fabulous, a natural detoxifier. We have a beautiful blend called Digest Zen, okay. which has um, the oils that are, are, are really well known for digestive support. So ginger and fennel and anise and peppermint. Um, there's a couple others in there. And you can just rub that on your stomach. If you're starting to feel uncomfortable, you can put a drop or two in water and drink that down. Um, it's also good for people who get motion sickness too. It's, it's, it, it will settle, settle you down, settle your, your, um, that, that feeling of nausea down. Mm -hmm. So you could put even a little bit on a cotton ball and put the cotton ball in the car vent. And so you're getting that there's car diffusers too, but you know, the cotton ball trick is great. Or a lot of times little kids have um, issues with car sickness, right? Mm -hmm. And so they can um, just keep that little cotton ball with them or, you know, depending on their age, you know, keep the bottle with them and, and they're just sort of doing this every little bit. Okay. So that's an option. Um, I think it's important to note that doTERRA is not just an essential oil company. We really are a nutraceutical company. Mm -hmm. And so we have a very high quality probiotic that I would recommend. That's super, super important for gut health. And ours doesn't just um, dissolve in the stomach. Um, it's 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 a patented delivery system. We're really a science company, and so it, um, the benefit will also go go through to the intestine area, and that's where you need that probiotic support too. Okay. Um, and uh, what else? I I I think. Um, if, it, if it's GERD related, a lot of times people have acid reflux, putting a little bit of wild orange on the throat area is very helpful or that digest then is very soothing. So there are different options for digestive support. Okay, that's good to know. So I got like a little mini consultation there, guys. So if you're <laughs> listening to this, I encourage you to reach out. I just, that was just one thing that I was thinking about this morning was like, what is something that I know that I've kind of tried the full gamut of like, drink this juice, take that pill, blah, 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 you know, things, you know, try this probiotic or try that one. And I love what you said about recognizing the toxins that are often present in supplements that we're taking. Like I call them like Instagram vitamins, things that show up in my Instagram, you know, probably yeah. after this conversation, I'll probably get an ad or something that's like, try this, try yeah. that. And I've tried different things and they just don't agree with me digestively. And I had, had not really considered trying essential oils as an alternative for that or trying, like you said, a probiotic that really is intentionally removing toxins and not adding any chemicals that are just going to disrupt the gut even more. I think it's something that we often forget that everything we need can essentially be found in nature. And it sounds like doTERRA and the service that you're providing has really taken the responsibility of saying, we want to make sure that we're helping people get better, not get sicker. We want to make sure that we're giving people options and resources that they can actually use to heal their body, build up their immune system, correct maybe some other health issues that we've picked up along the way. And those things are really valuable. You know, I think when it comes to our health and wellness, that it's often something that we don't address until something is wrong. You know, it's when we go yeah. to the doctor and we get the diagnosis that we say, oh my God, what pill do I need to take to treat this? And it sounds like 
including essential oils as part of our health practice, as part of our dietary practice, is something that might actually help prevent the necessity of so much pharmaceutical medication, you know? Absolutely using essential oils preventatively and proactively. And at the beginning of our chat, you talked about self-care. And so using essential oils for self-care is so easy. And it's one of the ways that I, um, so specifically like, you know, making a quick sugar scrub or making a bath bomb or adding essential oils with some Epsom salts to your bath, like that is so simple to do. And it actually feels like a spa treatment, right? That you're able to do very economical and, you know, in your own home. Um, Using a diffuser, depending on what you put in there, changes the mood. So I want um, maybe a little bit more energy and and focus in the afternoon. Peppermint and wild orange are a fantastic combo in my diffuser. That's what I have going on right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Before bedtime, I'll probably do lavender and frankincense to just calm and soothe. So using the diffuser is a form of self-care, adding some essential oils to your lotion is another form of Mm -hmm. self-care. It's very simple to incorporate them. Um, And and again, I I really work with my clients to to make sure that they, again, feel empowered um, with taking simple steps, making simple swaps for a healthier lifestyle. And, and, yeah, it, it, it's fun. It's really fun to be able to use them. We just did, this is an aside, but we just did a little Valentine's Day class. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. essential oils in the bedroom. And uh, yeah, so, <laughs> you know, think beyond just the basic ailments, uh, yeah. <laughs> but there's, you know, there's a whole lot. You definitely can use them in massage with, you know, massage oils with fractionated coconut oil as the base and adding that way. So lots of different ways to use them and incorporate them for self-care. That's good to know. I'm glad you reminded us of that. And, and truthfully, when we think of self-care, sometimes we think it has to be something that's costly and daunting. And the reality is that a couple of drops of a clean essential oil could actually make you feel very luxurious and well taken care of. And yeah, the Valentine's Day thing, let's uh, let's not forget about that. I'm thinking what you like, Ylang Ylang and maybe some jasmine or something in there might be. Thank you. Yeah, those are fantastic. Bergamot's another one. Um, we actually have an oil called Passion, so that that kind of you know simplifies the whole process. Yeah. <laughs> um, peppermint as well. So there's yeah, that's a whole different podcast. That's a whole yeah. different podcast. Yeah, we'll have to talk about that. We'll have to talk about essential oils in the bedroom by Cindy. If you guys yeah. all am I blushing? I seriously <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> we're both moms. Okay. So we're just gonna put that out there. <laughs> so no, I want to switch gears with you just a little bit. And I just mm-hmm. want to say again, I appreciate you for giving us just so much information about how essential oils can actually add to our toolkit for self-care, for health and wellness, also invigorating any other areas in our lives. And I think that's something that is valuable for people to know that there's so many options out there. And sometimes a deep dive on Google might have you end up in an entirely different place, but a simple conversation with someone like yourself can really provide somebody with some guidance and some insight to see what's available to them. So time for a break, time for a breather. One thing that we often forget to do as we move throughout our lives, throughout our day, 
is to breathe. So I invite you right now to allow three deep intentional breaths to enter and exit your body. And by the time you're done, we will be ready to continue. Thank you so much for listening. Every guest that comes on my podcast has an opportunity to share a little bit with me about themselves before we actually sit down and record. And so I like to ask some pretty interesting questions in a, in a pre-podcast questionnaire. So we're just going to share a little bit about those. So I know that we all have a story to tell. And I believe that one of the reasons for this podcast is because I like sitting down with interesting people and being able to hear their stories because I really believe that every person can be a source of inspiration, of education and empowerment for others. So I want you to share what is something about you, Cindy, that most people don't know? Okay. Um, so first of all, I loved your questionnaire. It was so much fun to fill out. And um, I, I've been really counting down the days for this podcast. So one, um, a couple of things people don't know. One is that I bungee jumped off of a bridge in New Zealand. Um, this is about 25 years ago. I don't think I'll do that again. Um, and I wasn't very good at it because I sort of missed the diving lesson. You know, when you learn how to dive, um, when you're first learning how to swim. Uh -huh. So kind of missed that lesson. And they tell you off the bridge, so you, you want to just dive, like you're diving into a swimming pool. Okay. That didn't quite work out so well for me. I kind of, and plus I was terrified. I kind of sort of just like stepped off and like curled. So I actually went down versus like the, the oh. swan dive. Yeah, not super, but um, I lived to tell about it. Um, and as a kid, I did a lot of acting. Um, I was in a couple of um, commercials and training videos and absolutely love musical theater. So I like to belt it out as my family knows. Oh, that's so cool. My son was a musical theater kid. Um, when he was in like the fifth grade, they put on Alice in Wonderland at school and at his elementary school here in Long Beach. And he absolutely loved it. And it was like, it was funny because at the time, you know, his dad and I were thinking, you know, you have kids, you kind of throw everything at them, sports, art, we know, and kind of see what sticks. Yeah, see what sticks. And he really loved musical theater. And I think that's what was another like proponent to leading him into exploring film yeah. as a career. And so, oh, I, I'm a musical theater kid too. I love it. I love musicals. They're like my absolute favorite movies to watch. Favorite we, don't live, we don't live too far apart. So I have a feeling as things start opening up, yeah. let's, let's go do something fun. Oh my God, that would be so much fun. I would absolutely <laughs> love that. I would absolutely love it. Love it, love it, love it. So if you could reside anywhere in the world, I know we're both very lucky to live in Southern sunny California right now, um, yeah. but if you could reside anywhere in the world, where would you live and why? Okay, so um, many, many years ago, we had the opportunity to go to Lanai, um, which is a small island off of Hawaii, one of the Hawaiian islands. Okay. And it, it, you go one way and you're in the mountains, you go the other way, you know, you go up, you're in the mountains, you go down, you're at the beach. I want to live there because literally you get the best of both worlds. And um, I don't know if that will ever be my reality, but I also don't like to be too hot or too cold. So <laughs> I feel the same way. I feel like I just have tropical DNA and I've lived in DC. Ugh. 
guys for a spell cold. <laughs> it was so cold oh my god it was it yeah, was so like, humid and, and then it gets so humid and you're yeah. like you can't win it's like i'm sweating profusely and then i'm freezing three months later let's find a happy medium somewhere in between but i'm a so we are person. pretty spoiled here in southern california and so it's hard it's a hard place to beat but that's the, the one that came to mind because i just remember we, i mean it was like a quick drive and you were in the tropical mountains and then you wanted to go to the beach and you were there we can do that here too but it's a little bit harder a little harder it's different i know i'm sure people there was a post or something or a meme that was on instagram oh gosh it was probably like a month ago and it was like a picture of the ella the los angeles like downtown la skyline and it was right after like a snowstorm up in the mountains and oh, it yeah. was the skyline and then the mountains are snow capped and i remember some people on instagram saying like there's no way this is a real picture i'm like nope that's it got that's cold California. it got cold it, it got too <laughs> cold for us to go outside <laughs> exactly exactly so as, as an entrepreneur and a fellow entrepreneur, I know that one of the biggest challenges for me about leaving corporate America was recognizing that that starting a business um, might not look the same way financially as I expected it to in the very beginning. And I remember getting my first big client and being so excited when I saw that, that payment come through. So I like to ask my guests this question. If you woke up tomorrow morning with an extra $100 million in your bank account, what is the first thing that you would do? So this is an easy one for me. Um, I have mentioned that we volunteer as puppy raisers for the nonprofit um, Guide Dogs for the Blind. Mm -hmm. And it was actually my son last year, he's now 15. So when he was 14, he came to us after seeing a documentary, it's called Pick of the Litter. Okay. And he came to us and he said, is this something we can do? Mm -hmm. And my husband and I looked at each other and we thought, yeah, let's, figure out how to make this work. Now we've had dogs our, our whole life. So it wasn't a ploy for him to, to get a puppy. Right. Um, but when your child comes to you and says, can we do something together? Yeah. And he's a teenager, which is at the teenage years that, you know, that's the time where they don't want to hang out with you. This is something that we do together. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, there are mandatory meetings and, and mandatory um, outings and that kind of thing that we all attend together. And then we do the training together. We're all starting, you know, learning at the beginning because it's all new for us. Um, so we said yes. And, and as a mom, it was really like, oh, what a great experience for our family. And I didn't know too much about the organization. And as you know, we've had our puppy now for, for several months and we're learning more and more about this organization. It's absolutely incredible. So without a doubt, I would donate um, a tremendous amount to that organization and I'd probably start to volunteer even more for them. I love that. Guide Dogs for the Blind. Now, is that it just in California or is that a nationwide organization that people- It's are... not in every single state. Um, okay. And actually you can just, you can Google that. Okay, not <laughs> safe to Google guys. Just that. You can Google that. And if you yeah. have questions, you can, you know, contact me. I, that's another thing I love to talk about. Um, I do know they have a, a California campus and an Oregon campus and, um, but I know they are in some other states. And if it's not Guide Dogs for the Blind, there are some similar organizations um, that you can help with too. But yeah, our puppy just turned six months old and we are so hopeful that, um, you know, in about a year, she'll, she'll be off to more formal training and we'll be paired with somebody who is seeing impaired. Oh, that's so cool. That's yeah. so cool. I love that. And that question, 
every guest gets an opportunity to answer and every answer is, is of course unique. And there's also just this thread of philanthropic ideals that come up for people, which for me lets me know that I'm, I'm talking to some really good folks on this podcast. I haven't had anyone say, I'm going to go to Vegas and blow it all. Like every, no one says that. Everyone I'm going to go says, buy the island of Lanai. So I there can you go. <laughs> there you go. You can buy the island. The you can yeah. have your own sanctuary for the dogs. Like you can do, you know, that's that's something right. like that. <laughs> yeah, something like that. So I know we live in Southern California and we rarely have rainy days because, you know, as Tony, Tony, Tony says, it never rains in Southern California, right? Yeah. But sometimes we do get cold weather. What's, what, what's something you really enjoy doing on those cold and cozy days? Oh, staying in. <laughs> we have a house with a couple of fireplaces, so I love to put those on. Um, it's so funny because with the puppy, we, we have to gate it off. Right. Yeah. So it's a little bit like having a toddler. We have yeah. to get that off so that she doesn't. Yeah. So it, it, it was not as easy this last time around. I was like, oh, we got to get the gate. Um, I love to stay in my, I mean, I, I love to stay in my pajamas. I love my cozy slippers. I love my warm tea with some, you know, lemon and wild orange essential oil. Um, and cozying up by the fireplace and, and reading um, a good book or, uh, or a magazine. I'm kind of more of a magazine person these, these days. Yeah, do you know what's so funny? I remember having like magazine subscriptions and then like at some point I just stopped. I blame the iPad, um, but I noticed recently, I was talking to one of my cousins yesterday and we're starting a virtual book club for women and I'll be sure Ooh. to introduce my list. Yeah. So a virtual I'm, a, book club. I'm a slow reader. I'm a slow. Oh, am I? Oh yeah. No, it's no. And I need to be in the slow book club. The slow book club. Yeah. No, this is an Oprah's book club. We're going to keep it nice and simple. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I told her, I was like, we're going to do it kind of like maybe a book a quarter, you know, yes. so that like, we're not feeling pressured to finish a book in like 30 days or thank you. you know, yeah, it's a no pressure book club. I think that might be the actual name of it is the no pressure book club for slow readers because that's me yeah. in the same way. I've got a ton of books here and I'm probably not even a third of the way for them. So yeah. yeah, no. So yeah, I'll definitely be sure to include you. But yeah, I love, okay. I love reading as well. This is like my little reading nook area. You know, I got a beautiful view outside this window here and on cozy, cold days outside, that's my favorite thing to do as well. So as we move into the last part of our conversation together, um, this is an exercise that I like to do with every single guest, which is just another opportunity for listeners to get to a little bit, to know a little bit more about you. I call it complete the sentence. And so I have three sentence prompts I'm gonna throw out at you and you can take up as much or as little space as you like with your responses. Okay. The very first one is, I know I'm happiest when my kids are happy. Yeah, that's a good one. How about I know I'm fed up when? I think just emotionally, I sort of hit the limit. I'm normally a really happy um, glass half full kind of person. And if that energy shifts, I know that I'm fed up. And either it's because I've been around somebody who maybe is a little toxic or I've been in an environment too long that I need a break from. Um, I guess when I see my energy shift, because normally I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy and pretty even keeled. Yeah, yeah. How about, I know I've made an impact when? 
Well, since we're talking about essential oils, I would say when I get, you know, that wonderful text from my client that they've had a wonderful um, uh, experience with an oil or, you know, beautiful testimonial that um, they appreciated how I was able to share and help them. So, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. I love those answers, especially, you know, I think as moms, when we see joy and happiness coming from our children, it's just like an automatic boost. It's also like a little, like, I might've had something to do with that, you know, kind of feels good. And then when we know we're fed up, it's like, yeah, we, when we're energetically conscious and self-aware, we know, okay, Ooh, that was a, that was a rough conversation or, Ooh, that was a bad day or, Ooh, that particular person I need to kind of cleanse and maybe spray myself with some essential oils, you know, and kind of get rid of that, that bad juju or whatever, get it out of here. And that moment when, you know, you know, that you've made an impact, especially when you've provided someone with information or access to a resource that they might not otherwise have had. That's a beautiful experience too. So the last thing that we're going to do together is what I call like a little microdose of meditation. It's a little visualization exercise. So I'm going to invite you to just find a comfortable position for your body. And if you'd like, you can close your eyes and we're going to take three deep breaths together. Okay. Breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth, just letting your body find that comfortable space. And after that third deep breath, just returning to the natural rhythm and flow of your breathing in and out through your nose. And now I'd like to invite you to visualize yourself in a time machine. And in this time machine, it's a comfortable and safe space. And we're gonna take a trip all the way back in time And when the time machine stops and we step out, the first person you see is your 16 year old self. Do you say to her? (laughs) Congratulations on getting your driver's license. Yes, (laughs) yes, yes. yes. High five, congratulations. Big hugs to 16 year old Cindy. We love her. So now we're gonna take a deep breath in And a long breath out as we get back into our time machine. And now we're going to go all the way forward. We don't know how far forward, but all the way to the end. What do you want to be remembered for? You know, we talk about leaving a legacy. And I think a lot of it is um, being a role model for my kids. And... um, as a mom, I feel like, along with my husband, it's our responsibility as parents to grow honest, ethical um, members of society who give back, who, who make this world a better place. So I would love to be able to be modeling that for them. And then um, as far as making the world a better place, through uh, philanthropy and through um, empowering others with natural solutions that that really has become cornerstone in our life. So I'd like to be able to, to, to leave that legacy. 
I love that. I love that. So we're taking another deep breath in and a long breath out, coming all the way back into this present moment right here and right now. And then when you're ready, gently beginning to blink open your eyes. That was lovely, lovely. So the last thing I have for you before you go, this is a, something I've been doing on every podcast since I started. I have this little positive affirmation oracle deck and it's a deck of exactly 52 cards. They're super lighthearted, fun. And I just would like you to pick a number between one and 52. Three. Three. Okay. So the message for number three is solar powered. Solar powered sounds exciting and light. I'm going to read the little book that gives me a little bit more insight. It says solar powered. Here comes the sun. Clear, beautiful light is shining on everything right now. All you need unfolds easily before you. Decisions are a snap as you pirouette into the ease of your own power, of your own unlimited connection to the universe. You can bask in this knowing that the light shines on everyone and everything you know. Oh, I love it. Like, I love it. Yes. Oh, yay. Yeah. Yeah, that is a good one. That's a good one. Well, Cindy, I just want to say this has been such a delight to sit down and talk with you and get to know you a little bit better. Thank you so much for saying yes to being a guest on my podcast and for sharing your insights with us. I want to leave some space for you to share with the listeners anything that, you know, a, a program, an option, a way for people to get in touch with you so they can learn a little bit more about what you have to offer. Oh, thank you so much. Well, I'm all about simplifying and <laughs> keeping things simple. So um, you can reach out to me via my website, which is just my name, which is Cindy Vallone, C-I-N-D-Y, V as in Victor, A-L-L-O-N-E.com. And schedule that complimentary 30-minute wellness consult, whether it's on Zoom or like I said, old-fashioned phone call, or for those out of the country who are listening, Messenger is a great option too. Um, and and you know, we just have a conversation. I answer your questions. I um, help you understand um, natural solutions a little bit better and make some suggestions for you. And then I would absolutely love to send those samples out because I think that's the best way to experience um, essential oils, right? You can't smell them over the phone. You no. can't smell them over Zoom, although that'd be so cool. Right. That's what my future <laughs> self wants. That's right. what I'm doing with my what did I win? A hundred million dollars. There you I'm go. Creating smell-o-vision. Yes. <laughs> so that's how you get in touch with me. I am on Facebook. I am on Instagram at Cindy Valone one, two, three. Um, and I do have, um, uh, an educational Facebook group as well called oil essentials with Cindy Valone. So is that like every way I feel like you've touched all the bases. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I, like you said, I like to keep it simple. So Cindy yeah. Check her out. Definitely schedule that consultation. Um, I got a lot of value out of our conversation today and I'm looking forward to um, being in touch with you and scheduling a musical theater date when things start yes. to open up again. So, so I want to say thank you again for being here and uh, yeah, thanks guys for listening. Thanks. Bye-bye. It's time to wrap this up. And I just want to say very sincerely, thank you. You have your choice of thousands of different podcasts that you could be listening to each day. And I appreciate you for choosing this to be one of them. Right now in this moment, I see the light. I see the love. 
the wisdom, the beauty, the prosperity, the creativity, and the pure joy that shines within each of you. And I bow humbly before your divinity. Namaste.